0: Hello! Welcome to My Secret Obsession. I'm Cherish Lively, and today we are reading Avenging Kiss. It's the second book in the Savage Security series. Romantic and complex, this psychological thriller delivers twists and turns as you get a peek into each character's perspective. Readers are saying, this book has everything. Action, mystery, revenge, and romance. It's a great follow-up to Blood Kiss. So, get comfy, turn up the volume, and let's read a book. Chapter twenty four six fifteen PM Logan took his laptop from his backpack and set it on the desk in his home office. Gratitude that Aditya would be there soon washed over him. After the hellish day of learning about Shaw's death and slugging his way through pictures and videos, he needed to give his brain a break and relax with her for a while. The new photos and videos that he'd received right before he left work could wait a few hours. Trudging into his master bathroom, he turned on the shower and peeled off his clothes. He didn't always shower after work, but he wanted to today. He wanted to feel refreshed and clean for Aditya. He'd stared at so many grotesque pictures that he hoped a shower would wash away some of the filth and horror that had seeped into his soul. He quickly washed his hair and soaked up his body. Refreshed, he shut off the water and wrapped a towel around his waist. He sighed as he looked at himself through the fogged mirror. Was someone really coming after them? He always knew they made some enemies, dangerous enemies, but he didn't really think someone would hunt them down. Veterans returned to the States and did their best to assimilate into the population as they left that life behind. They sure as hell didn't want it following them around in the States. Logan brushed his hand through his wet hair and quickly styled it. With his natural waves, he didn't have to do much. His hair just fell into place. He quickly stepped into jeans and pulled on his favorite Henley. Staring at the bed, he debated pulling back the comforter. Doing so would make falling into it so much easier when he brought Aditya back to his bedroom. But he didn't want her to think he was some Neanderthal who didn't make his bed. So he hit the light switch on his way out of his bedroom and pulled the door shut behind him. "'Mojo sat on an oversized pillow bed "'in the corner of Logan's family room. "'The dog gnawed on a huge bone "'with his front paws holding it in place. "'The dog stopped chewing and looked up "'as Logan cut through the family room "'on his way to the kitchen. "'Let me know when she gets here,' Logan said to Mojo. "'He chuckled as the dog tilted his head "'and then gave a loud bark in response "'before returning to the bone. "'He walked into the kitchen.' and headed straight for the cupboard that held his recipe books and a few file folders. He pulled out the file folder that contained the takeout menus. Mojo's head shot up and tilted in curiosity as he stared at Logan. Logan opened the folder and rifled through the menus. He'd let Aditya choose. With the news of Shaw's death, he wasn't really that hungry. Mojo's head snapped towards the front door. He gave a loud bark and headed straight for the door. She here? Logan asked. He walked towards the front door as Mojo stood patiently beside it, his tail thumping the wall. The doorbell rang and Logan pulled open the door. She looked beautiful as usual. But what he liked even more was the way the tension left his body when he saw her. Hello, she cooed. The little word washed tranquility over Logan's heart. He would had a hell of a day and he needed her. He needed comfort and affection. He wanted to feel cared for. Hey, he replied, settling his hands on her hips and pulling her against him. You wore your hair up, he said. I like it. She'd pulled part of her hair into a braided bun and secured it with the kanzashi hair sticks. The rest of her hair hung loose in curls around her shoulders. He buried his nose in her hair, and she nestled her head against his chest. Aditya pressed the palms of her hands into his back as she listened to the steady thump of his heart. She breathed in the fresh scent of his aroma and aftershave and let his masculinity wash over her. She loved the feel of his strong body pressed against hers. That was a problem. She was in serious trouble. She'd hunted them down, found him and his friends, and successfully infiltrated their lives. She hadn't counted on falling for him. The more time she spent with Logan, the more she realized that he was one of the good guys. He was like her, taking out the bad guys. He dedicated his life to helping those too weak to help themselves, and she respected that. And that's where everything fell apart. She no longer wanted to hurt him. Aditya pulled back so she could look into his eyes. How was your day? She raked her fingernails down his back as she held him. She'd eavesdropped on him all day through the bug that she'd planted. She knew her time with him was running out. She was already overloading his system, and she'd only been with him for a few seconds. Her perfume and the sweet crush of her body against him numbed his pain. He wanted to hold her for eternity. Not a good day, he replied honestly. Come in. He stepped aside, and she followed him further into the house. Mojo neared her and brushed against her leg. She rubbed the top of his head. Who's a good boy, she asked. Then she looked into Logan's face noting the stress that haunted his eyes. "'What's wrong?' she asked. She pressed her hand against his chest to comfort him. "'I got some bad news. He tilted his head towards the kitchen. "'Let's order, and then I'll fill you in.' "'Okay,' she nodded in agreement as they made their way to the kitchen. Logan fanned out the takeout menus on the counter. She read through them, Indian, Chinese, Italian, American— and even an English pub that specialized in fish and chips were represented. Order out much, she asked, trying to get him to smile. She wasn't that hungry. Her body and mind had transitioned into self-defense mode with the threat of savage security and the American military hunting for her. She'd have to disappear, change her appearance, perhaps even move to South America or Europe for a while. Logan moved to stand behind her. He wrapped his armor on her waist and cradled her against him. Sorry, I have to admit, I'm not a great chef, he managed to say with a weak laugh. That lasagna I served you is my go-to meal when I cook. He never bothered with cooking big meals. It was only him. And he didn't like the amount of time that went into cooking and cleaning up afterwards. He wanted to use his time for other things. Let's do Chinese. She flipped open the menu and looked over the items. They finally decided on a few entrees with a side of wontons. Logan ordered and then slipped his cell into his pocket. Let's move to the sofa. He tilted his head towards the leather sofa in the family room. She gave him a crooked smile and nodded, and then she slipped her fingers between his as he led her to the sofa. Logan wanted the comfort of her touch. He wanted to feel her against him. So he stretched out on the sofa and said, This okay? His knees were slightly bent so that his feet rested against the far armrest and his head was against the other armrest. As she studied his behavior, she realized that he still didn't suspect her. This wasn't some sort of trap. She could still think through her options and hopefully come out on top. She nodded at him and Logan pulled her down beside him, nestling her against his body. He tucked one hand under her head and draped his other hand over her waist. Her hair tickled his face, and the kanzashi sticks threatened to poke him in the eye. As he chuckled, she felt his chest reverberate against her back. What's so funny? She craned her head in an attempt to look at him. He pointed to her hair piled on top of her head. Your sticks are going to kill me. She laughed and said, Sorry. She sat up and pulled the sticks out and laid them on the carpet within easy reach. Her braid unraveled from the bun. Is that better? Much. Logan pulled her back down against him. She nestled against him, pushing the curve of her ass into his groin. Tell me about your day. You seem sad. She knew her voice sounded sad. She couldn't decide if it was because she knew her time with Logan was coming to an end or because she was still mourning her sister's death or because she didn't know what to do about Logan and his friends. Sadness and confusion fought for supremacy in her emotions. Sad didn't even begin to describe his feelings. Sad over the violent murder of Lieutenant Shaw. Angry that someone seemed to be gunning for them. Irritated that they didn't have better intel. How was he supposed to work with the one picture of the black widow that he had? All he could see was a pair of grainy eyes through the narrow slits of her niqab. And he was sorry that he couldn't confide in Aditya. A friend of mine was killed. She startled and took in a quick intake of air. What? She rose up on one arm so she could face him. He traced his finger over her cheek. He died in action. That wasn't a big lie. If he was killed because of his part in the bombing, then in a way he was killed in action. She tilted her head and saw the sorrow in his eyes. What happened? She knew he wouldn't tell her the truth but she wanted to see how good of a liar he was. He wanted to tell her the truth. He hated lying. It never boded well for a relationship. They haven't released the details yet. I just know he's dead. She knew he knew a lot more than that, but she wasn't surprised that he didn't confide in her. However, the lie seemed to roll off his lips as easily as the truth. She wasn't sure if any of the pain in his eyes was from lying to her. I'm sorry. I know how hard it is to lose someone you love. She leaned forward and planted a little kiss on his forehead. They say it gets easier, but I'm not sure that that's true. Lay down. I want to hold you, Logan said, easing her body against his. I've lost a lot of friends, some in the midst of a battle. And others lose the fight at home. But it never gets easier. When they weren't killed in battle, it seems so tragically avoidable. She placed her hand over his as it rested on her waist. She finally admitted to herself that she wanted him to understand her logic for the deaths that she'd caused. My sister is dead. Her voice was void of emotion, as if she were stating a fact about the weather. Logan's heart broke for her. He couldn't imagine dealing with the death of a sibling. He pulled her closer in a quick hug and kissed her head. She was my twin. I'm sorry. He murmured as his heart broke a little more. Losing a twin was like losing a part of oneself. We weren't identical, she started, her voice filling with emotion. It was hard to talk about Rhea. But to most people, we looked identical. She had a mole high on her cheek near her eye. Her hair wasn't a mess of spirals like mine. She had beautiful, gentle waves that she could wear straight or curl. I was always jealous of her hair. She gave a small laugh. It's true what they say. Twins have a connection that other siblings just cannot fathom. I ached when she ached. I was joyful when she was joyful. and She was the same way with me. What was her name? Logan wanted to know all about Aditya. He wanted to weave her life into his. He hated the pain in her voice, but he knew that it was good to talk about loss. It helped one grieve. Rhea, Aditya hated that her eyes were tearing. With a blink, the salty tears slid out of her eyes and into her hairline. What happened? She was murdered. Just when he thought it couldn't get any worse... Logan closed his eyes in sorrow as he digested the information. I'm so sorry, he murmured. She met this guy at college. He was vivacious and full of life. Passion oozed from him, and he locked sights on her. She didn't stand a chance against his charisma and charm. But he had some weird beliefs, and he dabbled in drugs. She knew she could only tell him part of the truth, but that was better than nothing. She didn't want her story to raise any suspicions. Rhea had never been interested in drugs before, but he got her hooked. He sold the drugs and dabbled in them. But she couldn't just dabble. The drugs took over her life. She lived for the next hit. She'd said her sister had been murdered. So he figured that her death was drug-related. Did she die in a drug deal gone bad? Aditya wasn't sure how to answer that. Rhea lived in the middle of drug territory in a terrorist training camp. You could say that. Some people realized what her boyfriend was into, and they came at him. Drug wars were often violent and bloody. So it was a rival gang. You could say that, she snorted. She was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Logan's caress soothed her. She loved his touch. She loved the sincerity she heard in his words. She'd fallen for one of the men who killed her sister. Could she live with that? I'd looked for her, and I finally found her, she sniffled, trying to hold back her tears. But she died the night before I went to get her. I was going to take her with me, whether she liked it or not. I would have done whatever it took to get her away from that man. I'm not sure I'm. An- I'm not sure who I'm angrier at. The men who killed her, Rhea, or myself. If I'd been stronger or faster, then she wouldn't be dead. Survivor's guilt was an all-consuming merry-go-round of anger, grief, and guilt. It wasn't your fault, Logan said. You should talk to someone about this. You need to work through your feelings. He pressed his hand into her waist and pulled her tighter against him in a semi-hug. She was talking to someone about it. Expressing this to Logan was the first time she'd ever given the words life. She'd been alone for so long, working in the security of the shadows, that she'd forgotten how nice it was to have someone to share her burden. I am. She squeezed his hand that lay over her waist. He slid his fingers between hers. I don't think I count. I'm not qualified. He leaned forward and kissed her head. I'll look into it, she lied. No one could help her. I hope you enjoyed the reading for today. I'm excited to share this novel with you. It's one of my favorites. If you have not had a chance to listen to Blood Kiss, you may want to do that. It can be found in episodes 27 through 37. But don't worry, Avenging Kiss stands on its own. To keep up with the various novels and authors that we will feature, you can follow my secret obsession on Facebook, Instagram, and X at Cherish Lively. Or visit the website at tinyurl.com slash cherish lively. Goodbye.